Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. I am drinking a tin, that's right, a tin of Lathwaite's own Sauvignon Blanc. I have gone very much up in the world. Glass is for ass, as they say. Metal is metal. Um, and... Mm. It's a it's a very very agreeable Sauvignon Blanc. I can't, really can't argue. This is my second ever glass of uh, wine from a tin, and I am enjoying the experience. And joining me on this fine balmy summer evening, we have I'm Alid, and I'm drinking wine out of what it should be drunk—a bottle. You're drinking it from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I could absolutely drink no from a glass. What wine are you drinking, Alid? I'm drinking um, McGuigan Black Label Shiraz. That's oh, okay. classic. Is this the part where we argue about how to pronounce McGudgeon? What? What? McGuigan? What? McGudgeon? McGuigan, yes, yeah, McGuigan. It's McGuigan, what isn't it? What? 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 Paul McGuigan, the film director, he pronounces it McGuigan. Are you going to go to his house and tell him he's wrong? Uh, it's, prob- it's probably a I'm long sorry, way. no, no, let's revert back. John, how do you pronounce it? I don't know, McGudgeon. Why is it what McGudgeon? Is it? It's got yeah, a U and an I in it. Because... McGuigan sounds ridiculous. It sounds like a name of a warlock. Oh yes, because what you said doesn't sound ridiculous at all. Well, uh, okay, in in light of that, then I'm Dom and I'm drinking a a tin of Gunness. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! Yes, thank you, Dom. Oh God, you prick! But touche, very much touche. And I'm John, and I am drinking um. I'm not even sure why I bought this. I'm I'm drinking Betty Stoggs. No, it's not Betty Stoggs, is it though? It's Bertie Stoggs. <laughs> I thought it was BT Stoogs. Is this gonna be like vandalization? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Except with vandalization. I was right. I was right. Anyhow, I'm definitely wrong tonight. This is a bottle of Betty Stoggs, um, which has a rather fruity la- uh, label, which looks a bit like one of those old um old posters you get by at beaches of sort of middle-aged obese people doing you know smut it was very strange it's quite what nice. kind of beaches did you go to as a child you know the sort of crappy seaside variety no nothing no okay cool moving on i know what you mean i know what you mean <laughs> despite beach. your terrible pronunciation i do understand what you mean thank you um yeah it's all right but i have lined up for an appropriate moment in the episode one of these now obviously listeners cannot see this this is a tin of nitro espresso martini mm. oh yum Ooh. um I love espresso martini which when i said i was gonna drink it my wife looked at me and said you know that's got coffee in it right has it really we'll see we're at quarter to nine in the evening so i'm really looking forward to you having that right before bed particularly the nitro element of the espresso i don't know what nitro means in beers and 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 cocktails it means you go faster at the last minute it, it gets used a lot like nitro stout or whatever but i have no idea what that means i think it might be fizzy i think that might be the thing i've seen it used in a couple of beers which have been very very fizzy so, what's the infinite escape room? Well, the escape room itself is an escape room. It is infinite and it happens in your ear holes and your mind's eye. One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, and today it is the lanky lord of Derby, Jonathan oh, himself. They used to call me Lord Lanky at school. That touched a nerve. <laughs> really, that, that, that got me. Got me right here in the in the core. 
<laughs> Lanky oh. call. Oh, I'm sorry. The John. long thing I, call. I, I don't know why I assumed it was mockery as opposed to like an honorific. Ah, Lord Lanky has come. Quickly, fetch mm-hmm. the tithe. Um, uh, so what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, and if we don't escape within the allotted time, then we will lose and terrible smelly things will happen to us. And, John, do you need a deposit for this episode? Um, you kind of are the deposit. Me specifically, or, or us as a group? It, it, it's, it's you as a group, really, to be honest with you. What, our lives, or...? Um, okay, well, so, and so, if we break anything, we will lose our group identity. Um, and presumably, just to be strangers, um, wondering why we're on a Zoom call together. Which would not be the first for any of us, would it? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> yeah, that's my working life. Oh, and before we kick off, we would just like to thank, as ever, our fabulous patrons, and in particular this evening, Delena and Will Ryder for keeping the show on the road. Thank you so very, very much for continuing to support us. We love you. John, right now, you can't see him on webcam, but he's got his arms open, um, either in a wave or like he's going to come and give you a big, lanky hug. I was putting my arms up to welcome Delena. She is our newest Patreon as of this week. Hello, Delena. Hello, Delena. We're probably destroying your name. You're probably thinking it's Delena um, or something like that. Um, Breaking pronunciation is your thing this evening, John, is it not? Hey, I'm just apologising in advance for all the times we slaughter her name. Last week on the Infinite Escape Room, you were escaping your day job, which was very similar to my day job, working in an escape room. You successfully prepared it for the next team, and to be honest, the rest of the day kind of feels like a blur. You uh, stopped off at a new cocktail bar on the way home from work that night, had a lovely cocktail, felt a little bit funny, went to sleep in your bed, and then woke up somewhere else entirely. (laughs) Gentlemen, you have all come round alone in a room and you are all in different rooms i'm going to describe each room to you in turn starting with michael didn't ben do this with you dom like a couple episodes back with all the scrabble tiles yeah oh that episode yeah that was post post jab i think it was something topical are you guessing ptsd tom same as i am what because of this i haven't done anything yet so far i'm innocent so michael uh you are standing d minus <laughs> bastard <laughs> not the worst grade i've had michael you are standing in the middle of what seems to be a children's nursery now i don't mean the sort of nursery where you drop off your kid in the morning and then come back after work i mean the sort of nursery a bit like a kind of old-fashioned playroom that a very wealthy person in the 1920s might have, that sort of Peter Pan kind of vibe. Hmm. So you're standing in the middle of the room. Uh, In the room is as follows. On the wall to your right in front of you, there is a full-length mirror. You can't see yourself in it because it's facing directly away from the wall and you're in the middle of the room, but it's up there. Behind you to your right, there is a wardrobe. Behind you to your left, there is a hole and a big cylinder And then on the back left wall, there are some bookshelves. In front of you, directly in front of you, where would be normally a fourth wall with maybe a window in it, there is nothing at all. A gaping hole and a vista beyond. Moving on to... Alid. Alid. I want to know more about the gaping hole. We'll come to that. You always want to know more about the gaping hole. Alid, you are in a living room. Behind you to your right is an armchair. Directly behind you is a pram. To the left of you is a very large 
block of wood. Forward in front of you, uh, sorry, in front of you and to your left is a television. And to your right in front of you on the wall, just the same as Mike, is a full length mirror. And in front of you, where that fourth wall ought to be, is another gaping void. Only you don't see a vista beyond. You see a very, very tall crop of what appears to be something like wheat. Okay. Dom, you are in a home office. You're standing in the middle of the room. In front and to the left of you is a television. And behind you and to your right is a desk with an old-style CRT computer monitor on it and an appropriate chair. And just like the other two, there is in your room a full-length mirror on the right-hand wall in front of you. And much like Alad, you see a large crop of some sort at the edge of the room. Gentlemen, before you have time to examine your surroundings, you hear a threatening, booming voice which says this. If you're not in the right place when I come back, you're going to be in trouble. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's Gracie. Okay. Good, good job, uh, Gracie. First bit of acting. The voice departs the room. You have no idea how long she's going to be gone for, but however long it is, your time starts now. Oh, wow. Considering we've all got a gaping void in common, can I first inspect my gaping void? Um, sure. So, Ad, are you, are you stepping forward towards the, uh, the crop? Please, yes. As you step forward, you feel a weird movement behind you and a sort of clicking sound. What are you going to do? Are you carry on walking forward or are you stopping? I'm not going to look. That's, that's, that's horror film 101. You don't look. Okay, you continue <laughs> to walk towards the field. With every step, you feel your strength start to diminish just a little bit. You have a sense that you have a very, very finite number of steps in you, though every step is... Well, you know how they talk about torque in car engines, like how much torque an engine has, how much force it has, which is not so much how fast it can go, but how hard it can push. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Well, your movement can push very hard, but not very fast. I've had no complaints. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) So Alan is hard and slow. (laughs) Making a note of that. So you step right, up okay. to the edge of the crop. It's a very peculiar thing. Um, it's very furry, very tall, and it seems to be each each plant is in a kind of double helix formation, uh, just going straight up. There's no leaves. It's more. It's more like it's made of wool. Doll's house. We're in a doll's house. Called it. That makes sense. We're looking out the front. Ah, I see. I was thinking this was like the double helix thing was going to be like the infinity symbol and we were actually... That, that's not the infinity symbol. Well, it's like a double... Oh, wait, no. Oh, I've, my drawn, God. <laughs> I've drawn an infinity symbol and not a double helix. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. It's another classic gaffe from your old boy Mike. Okay, gentlemen. Time is ticking. Can I take a look at my gaping void? Uh, you can. You, Michael, do not have the, uh, the crop in front of you as you walk towards the end of your room, you come to realize that you are at least one story up. There is a drop below you. Ah, so I'm upstairs. Mm-hmm. As you walk, you feel a sort of tugging sensation at your back. Turning around, 
you can see there is a string or a rope rather coming out of your back onto a ring which is currently held under the uh, cylindrical object behind you. And as you move, the ring pulls out from under it and uh, starts retracting into your back. What do I say? Because I'm guessing this is like a ring puller. You hear the sound of a baby crying. Oh, great. Oh, no. <laughs> is it because I'm the bald one? Is that why I'm a baby? <laughs> that seems like that seems like bald discrimination, John. I'll be on the phone to my You feel group. a new wave of energy come over you. I do always feel better after a cry. Don't we all? Um, I guess I, I'm going to try and walk towards the walk towards the crop as well. Dom, you take three steps and find yourself in, unable to move. Oh well, you get that far. That does take you to more or less in front of the wall mirror, though, from which you can examine yourself. Would you like to examine yourself, or would you like to remain blissfully ignorant? Um, normally the latter, but for the sake of playing along, uh, what do I look like? You are wearing a shirt and tie. Though it's not even... Mm, it's more of a kind of simple facsimile of a shirt and tie in a kind of one-piece arrangement that's held together by Velcro, gripping the sides of your back. On your back... Sounds sexy. ...is a large plastic sort of... <laughs> like a kind of, a kind of holder, and inside it is a large cylinder with a red blinking light on it. You're still able to move your arms, but you can take no further steps. I wonder if that's a battery. Okay. Oh, hang on. John, can I walk back from the void and have a look at myself in the mirror? You can. There's a further four clicks and you're starting to feel quite weak now, Alad. In the mirror, you can see that you... You're a wind-up toy, Alad. Yeah, that's my guess. You are wearing a baby's (laughs) romper suit. Sticking out of your back is a large clockwork key. Yeah. And every time you take a step, it turns a little bit more in an anti-clockwise direction. You probably don't have very many steps left before you run out of proverbial juice. So use them wisely. Fine. Does breathing consume? No. Only moving around the room. Oh, good. That, that would be really sad. Okay, so... So, uh, so Michael is a baby? Wait. Yeah, can I take a look at myself in the you mirror? You certainly can. Uh, you are wearing a dress. A uh, floral dress. Okay. Again, much like the others, it's more of a facsimile of a dress sort of held together with Velcro at the back. Uh, the only thing coming out of your back is the string with the loop on the end, which you have now pulled out from under that object, and it is, uh, has retracted into your back. So there's a loop in your back now. Okay, when you say I'm wearing a dress, is it like a baby dress or like a... A lady dress. A lady dress, but without that weird intonation that you just gave it. You creep. <laughs> a lady, a lady dress. dress. Okay, so what were our rooms again? So I'm in an office. I'm in a nursery. And Alid? Living room. Correct. So we need to swap rooms, right? Um, from some far away place, you uh, smell the distant smell of scrambled eggs being scrambled. Someone's having their lunch. Maybe this is like going to be a full day. Um, so sorry, I know I'm, I'm dressed in a dress. Um, am I? Am I like? There's a ring coming out back. Am I like a doll or like a baby? So all of you are dolls. To be absolutely clear, you are wooden dolls. You have blank wooden identical faces. No change for me there, then. Hey, I'll get there first. 
And apart from your clothing, um, you all look the same. Okay. Um, John, without moving, mm. can I observe initially the TV? Is there anything on it? No, the TV on close inspection doesn't seem to actually be a TV at all. It is instead a wooden block rather crudely carved into the shape of a TV. Perfect. Can I have a look? You said there's a large wooden part of piece of wood hmm? in the living room? Uh, in the living room, there is, yes, a very large piece of wood. Uh, on closer inspection, it appears to be a one-piece facsimile. I love that word, facsimile. Uh, a one-piece miniature version of a set of stairs. Okay. Okay, so Allard's the, br- like the bridge point for the floors. Allard, is is Allard able to turn his own key, so to speak? No. And even if he were, he'd expend the same amount of energy turning it as he would get out of it turning back, wouldn't he? Okay, can I... Okay, I think I need to go wind Allard up. um, (laughs) Can I... Looking around the room, can I see a way out of the room I'm in? Uh, There is no door. There is a large hole in the floor behind you. Oh, 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 it's probably, maybe it's the stairs. Can I look at the, um, in fact, I'll tell you what, before I do, I'll take a quick sketch of the room around me. So I had um, the large circular object. What was the large circular object? Cylindrical object, sorry. It's behind you near the hole. Do you want to go and have a look at it? Yes, please. Okay, you take several steps towards it. You feel a little bit of your energy draining away from you as you take those steps, but you've still got a fair bit left. Uh, the large cylinder is green. It has a sort of nipple on one end, but it is flat on the other end, and it has a green blinking light on it. So you have my backup battery. Okay, I, I take I take the backup battery. Uh, can I take a look at the... It's very heavy. You're not going to be able to lift it. Oh, can I kick it down the stairs? Uh, there are no stairs. There is a hole in the floor. Can I kick it down the hole? You can. Are you doing that? Yes. With tremendous effort, you kick the cylinder down the hole. Alid, with an almighty crash, a cylinder lands in your room, barely missing you. Cool. With remaining clicks that I have left... Mm-hmm. Can I move the wooden staircase? It's far too heavy for you toward... to lift. Mm, I can't just push it towards the hole. It, in the... It's like three times your size and made of solid wood, Alad. Not happening. Is there... Alad, is there a hole in your room that goes to Dom's room, maybe? <laughs> no, I've only got the one gaping void that leads to wheat, which Dom also has. Is it the same wheat? Well, I mean, I initially described it as wheat, but um, Don's assessment is probably pretty accurate here. It's a, a peculiar-looking crop, which is nearly to your head height, but um, probably not biological. Carpet pile. Yeah. So if I, so I'm, I'm already stood near the edge. Yes, right? very near. In am fact, I, am I able to lean out uh, and look in either direction? Uh, you can. You can't quite lean past the wall. Uh, so you, you can't see into any other rooms of the house, but you can sort of just poke your head over the um, over the top of the crop. Uh, you also see a fair distance away in front of you, Dom, a giant glass sphere resting in the crop. It has a shaft coming out of one side of it that is sort of holding it onto the ground in a kind of diagonal manner. So sphere and then shaft going down. Don is doing. Dom is doing this wonderful thing where his eyes sort of go up on the top left, and you can almost see the cogs whirring in his brain. It's great. I'm trying to trying to think what that sounds like a bong. Well, sounds somewhat phallic as well. Shafty bong. Is is it a penis bong, John? Dong bong. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I've missed a small piece of description. No, oh, oh, the hour of extra preparation. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. 
It's very, got two very small. Um, <laughs> very small. Uh, Mike, at the uh, the missing wall on your room, on the top right corner, uh, there is a metallic attachment hanging down. It appears to be some sort of hook. I'll let that stew for a minute. Dom, you were going to ask me something. Well, I'm I'm stumped about the the penis bong. So, can I go back to the you can't move desk and uh, of course I can't. Um, Are you an ally able to move your arms? Like, would you be able to pass the battery between each other? Uh, Dom can move his arms. I'm just glued to the spot. So, um, looking around um, the walls, floor, ceiling. Is there any kind of egress I can see? Um, no, though the, the 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 carpet pile in front of you is movable. It's not a solid block. Like you can just see over it, and you know you can stick your arm in it, and you know move it to the I side. Can't do anything else if you could move. Okay, I um, I yell. Okay, Alan and Mike, you hear Dom yelling? Yeah, just just wordless anguish, Alan. Uh, Alan and Mike, uh, he sounds vaguely like he's coming from your right-hand side. What, both of us right-hand side? Oh, that helps my diagram. Yes. Wait, they're, they're facing outwards. Yeah, you're all, for the, okay, for the sake of that, you're all facing towards the uh, missing fourth wall in your room. Uh, and Alan and Mike. And to both of us, he sounds like he's Yeah, from I mean, right. Mike may be the sort of right below you a bit, but Alan definitely to your right-hand side. Okay. Ah, well, Alan, you could potentially if that battery is near you could you just stick your arm out of the void and round like the front of the house so that dom can grab it from you i can try um alid you're uh, i mentioned this before but i feel i should mention it again your uh, mode of motion is particularly forceful do you want to um, unwillingly put the battery in dominic <laughs> <laughs> so you could <laughs> jesus <laughs> So what you're saying is you want me to put a cylindrical thing in you? Forcefully, yes. <laughs> Forcefully. <laughs> From behind. <laughs> you could push it through the wall, mate. It depends how forceful you are, Alan. Could you just push it through the wall? Well, but why the wall when he can, he can, he can, he can head out into the, into the carpet, right? Maybe. Work, just wander but through. As he winds down for a very limited distance. Can I do that, please? Can I forcefully... With the battery, try and get near so, Dom by okay, turning so right. You're picking up the battery, walking towards the right corner of your room and turning right into the uh, kind of the field of uh, of crop or carpet or whatever we're calling it now. Is that right? Yes, please. Uh, Dom, Alad appears in front of you on your left holding a battery. I give him a cheery wave. Slew! Okay. Uh, is he is he near enough to me for, for me to wind him up? Uh, n- not yet, but... Alad, are you, what are you doing now you've, now you've spotted Dom? I may as well use up all my remaining clicks and embrace Dom with my cylindrical... Okay, he, he's already got a cylinder <laughs> or battery in his back. Oh, yeah. I can, can I remove my battery? No, you'll need Alad to do it. Right, can I remove Tom's Dom's uh, You can battery. remove both Tom and Dom's battery, uh, and I'm assuming replace it with the one with the green blinking light. Is that correct? 
Yeah, take the take the existing shaft down and give me one. Is there a death rattle when the battery uh, comes there's out? There's not a death rattle. You just sort of um, have a, a moment of blackout, as it were. Uh, Dom, you feel a new lease of life coursing through your veins. Your movements are free and fluid, though not particularly uh, strong. Okay, I I I do the like the arm worm. The armworm. Okay, very good use of time. Uh, lunchtime seems to be wrapping up in that far-off place. You can hear the clatter of plates. Okay, so I'm not that strong, but I, I'm, I'm alive again. So the first thing I'll do then is um, return the favour, and I'll reach around uh, Alid hmm, and uh, wind him up. <laughs> okay, Alid, you have been wound up. You now are back to full strength. You can move with tremendous force, but for quite a limited time. I want to come down and join the party. Um, How are you? There's a little metal hook in my, my room, wasn't there? Um, you can put your wind-up thing on. Gonna, yeah, can I can I hook me back on okay. it and get myself like literally tug you myself hook off the loop? Uh, what are you doing once you've hooked it? Are you just chucking yourself off the edge? Oh, that's a really good idea. Oh no, wait, because I might be able to unhook it. You'll end up in Alid's room anyway. Yeah, make a choice. Um, I guess. Can I can I sprint to the other side of the room? Uh, okay, sure. You sprint to the other side of the room and then are slowly dragged back towards the hook. But you feel, you feel great. great. Um, but you've not gone anywhere. <laughs> it's like David Carradine. Oh, so here's a question. Do we need to get us back in the right rooms like the voice said? Or do we need to get to the magic bong? Because you guys have got um, mega wind-up added now. So you could potentially work your way through the carpet forest and investigate the mega bong. I love that you coined the mega bong. Uh, um, I mean, we can, but that's a long way to get back. And we've still got to find a way to get... Presumably, wait, it was Alid who was in the romper suit, wasn't it? So he needs to get upstairs somehow. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Um, I'm hooked onto the thing. I can abseil <sighs> oh, down through the front of the house, pick out me of the up. void, pick Alid up, get retracted back in, you, dump Alid off that what in you're the trying room, to do? and then Alid can unhook me and then push me to push is me Is that out. what you're trying to do? The yes. Void. Okay, yes, so Alid, you're using your wind-up power to return to your room beneath Mike's hook? Yes, please. Mike, you are hooking onto the hook and then throwing yourself off the precipice on top of Alid. Is that correct? Yes, please. You do so. You grab Alid and you Hi, just Mike. stay there because Alid is far too heavy for the pull string to pull you back up. So you are now hanging Mission Impossible style uh, just off the ground, embracing a perplexed Alid. What would you like to do? Which means if Dom came into that room, climbed up the string from Mike's back, Pulled Mike up with myself and then jumped back down. Am I able to get through the carpet? That fixes that problem. Sorry, one more time. So if I go, if I push through the carpet you into can't. the room, I can't. Okay. You're not strong enough. Uh, can, you, can you ride Allard? <laughs> How will that help, Michael? <laughs> focus, man, focus. Context, please, context. <laughs> right, I feel this is definitely time for my espresso martini. Here we go. I pause the timer. I'm kidding. I'm not paused the timer. Oh God! Oh God! Hey, I told you. I was <laughs> did you forget that you shook it? You genuinely forgot that you shook it. I did forget that I shook it. <laughs> okay, here we go. It didn't spill everywhere. Rice that's got a lot of coffee in it. Do you feel like your ring pulls just wound in? John's pupils have just dilated all the way to I mean, his eyebrows. I feel amazing. Camp. I feel like you do when your drawstring gets pulled. Oh yeah, baby. Let's do this. Come on. So, okay, so let's recap. So currently, Michael is 
hanging down in front of the room Alan mm-hmm. started in, unable to go back up. Well, he's... while he's holding on to Alan, he will not be retracted. If he lets go of Alan, he will be retracted back up Mission Impossible style and return. But then he'll, just be, he'll feel great, but he'll be back where he started. I'm just stood in my room, but I can you move can. now, but I can't. I can't leave my room. Um, Correct. I mean, you could probably now now go to Alid's room because he sort of cleared a path, as it were. Oh, okay. Then, um, yeah, I will will go into... I'll go and and, um, look at the two of them hanging, hugging on the end of the rope. Okay, how very helpful. You are now all together, just sort of stood there with Mike hanging on the end of his own pull string. (laughs) Well done. You have not solved my puzzle. Well, okay, but I think I'm in the right room now, so I guess it's up to you two. <laughs> so we just need to get Allard up the thing. Has Dom got enough strength to lift me? To lift you? No. Um, Why okay, what do we have? You? So I'm, I'm... To try and push them up. Okay. Yeah. How can we get Allard up a floor? Oh, uh, am I able to set up those stairs that we saw before? Nope. They're far too heavy, but even for two of you. God. What, what about, about the three, three of us? <laughs> even, even then. Uh, oh, we tried to break the room and you realised. No, realized. it's just... <laughs> no. Yeah, bad things would happen. I am try, I'm genuinely trying to be helpful here. Okay, so stairs we can't use. Might I draw your attention? Uh, oh, as wow. lunchtime is wrapping up downstairs and the washing up is being done... Alad, what were you going to say? I have also got in my room an armchair, a pram. Can I move either of them? Uh, the armchair you can sort of push around. It is much like uh, Dom's TV, rather a facsimile of an armchair made out of poorly carved wood, as is the pram. The pram does have small wheels on it. Alad, are you thinking us? like a Half-Life 2-style puzzle where you stack the barrels yeah. and then do a kind of like bunny hop? Yeah, I'm just wondering, can I stack the existing items in the room up to give myself that little bit of a... Can I Can I try that? Okay, what are you stacking? So I'd love to stack the... The pram has wheels, so any stack is going to be precarious <laughs> at best. <laughs> the, armchair on top, the armchair on top of the pram and myself on top of the armchair. Okay. And then I push him towards fall the off. hole. Doesn't work. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm on the right path, though. You're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the, well, that's in the nicest time. way, like, you're not. Though I'm, I'm very happy that um that you you've zeroed in like this. It's wonderful. Okay. So- wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. Mm-hmm. The stairs in my room. Where do they lead to? Well, nowhere at the moment. They collapsed on the floor. So in like a dollhouse where you have like the stairs and you just sort of fit them into the hole in one room and then down into the next one, they just sit there, right? It's one big solid block of wood. It's one of those that has fallen over and is far too heavy for any of you, even all three of you, even all three of you with fresh juice coursing through your veins to lift. Can I apply physics though? What? Oh. (laughs) Okay, what physics would you like to apply? Time is ticking down. What physics would you like to apply, Alan? I would like to apply the lever method and force the pram underneath to give myself leverage. Force the pram underneath. Okay, you've now levered up one end of the very heavy block of wood. Amazing. Right, now can I stick the armchair on top of the pram to give myself extra height on the stairs? You're a little bit higher. 
Is he high enough to jump to reach the edge of the hole? You're still not high enough to reach the hole, nor are you going to be. Right, I've also got a mirror, and I've got a oh TV. Oh my god, the mirror's bolted to the wall. <laughs> We've got five minutes left, five minutes left. Um, okay, John, you were saying okay. you were going to give us a hint before. Would you like me to give you a steer? Yes, please. Yep. So, Dom, a little while ago, you uh, focused very briefly on the, we'll just call it carpet, because we all know it's carpet at this point, on the carpet and perhaps some way of getting through it to the big glass thingamy bob, but you abandoned the idea. Perhaps you should think about it again. Okay, well, I can't get through it. He's allied like a snow piercer. Because I'm forceful. I don't know how long my battery's going to last for. I guess it just keeps on going and going and going. Uh, it's a Duracell battery. It's got a fair bit of juice. Cool. Uh, in that case, yeah. Because um, I can just keep on winding out. You can. Up. So, yeah, I will, um, I'll push him through like a Like, like a fly, a fly mow. Um, fun fact, terrible lawn mows. Uh, okay, so you're using Alid rather like a large snowplow, winding him up and pushing him through the carpet pile uh, towards the glass thingamy bob is that correct yeah let's go see the the magic bong lovely as you get a bit closer to it you realize that it's not a sphere it's actually a magnifying glass a giant one compared to you that has fallen down onto the carpet and is lying on its side with its handle buried in the carpet holding it upright through the magnifying glass you can see a hitherto unseeable object from afar which seems to be a large box with a picture of a doll's house on it. Ah, so there might be spare parts, or we could try and channel the sun's light to burn the house down. Yes. There was an iteration of this puzzle where the threat to an immobile one of you was that the magnifying glass was shining a pinpoint of the sun, getting closer and closer to your wooden face, but I thought it was a bit bleak. Um... Okay, so I can see, I can see the. So it looks like a. What are we talking like a like the cardboard box that such a doll's house might yes, have come in. It's blue. It's laminated. It's got one of those terrible stage photographs of the dollhouse open on it with all the people inside. And it's within within reasonable distance to reach. Nope, far too far away. The magnifying glass is the only reason you can see it at all. Would you like me to replay the voice that you heard at the beginning? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> If you're not in the right place, and I come back, you're going to be in trouble. So we have to be in the right place. Okay. Yeah, looking at the box side, yeah. Yes. So looking at the side of the box, at the, at the photograph, where are the people in our outfits? Which rooms are they in? Okay, the baby is lying in the hilariously undersized bassinet in the nursery. The man of the house is sat in the armchair in front of the TV in the living room. And the woman of the house is in the office. Okay, so the challenge is getting Allard up that floor, because me and Dom... We can just swap. I, 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 yeah, I, I can just walk from Allard's room, round through the squished carpet to um, Dom's starting room. Dom can go to... Time is very much running Allard's out room. now. How do we get Allard up the Well, that's thing? why I don't know, because I don't know how to get the stairs up. And we can't seem to hoist him up on your well, rope. Well, you can I, hear I'm, I'm footsteps on the stairs. Alad, you've got talk. Can you just like, got, pull yourself yes. up? No, you're on the wrong track completely, guys. You've got about a minute. When I described when I described all of your clothes to you, I described them as a facsimile of clothes held together by Velcro on your back. <gasps> Change the clothes. 
Change the clothes. Oh, shit. Oh, we all look exactly the same. about 30 seconds. Oh, She's coming course. up the stairs. Oh, fantastic. Okay, let's all get naked. So Alan. we rush back. Rush back to the house to get naked. So, yeah. um, so who's swapping? Wait, I can... No, I don't need to me, get me, naked. Me and Alan swap. And then... Yeah. That's fine. And then I... I take my clothes off, then put them back on. Okay, that was weird. So I go back right. up. Baby into the nursery. Uh, Mike Baby is now... Mike, now in the baby suit, is going into the nursery into... What, what are you doing? Where are you going? Get into the bassoon. The, what? There's... I, I'm sitting in the, in the bassinet. bassinet. Dom, Alan, what do you do? There's 10 seconds to go. Dom and I need to swap because I need to sit in the armchair in front of the TV in my room. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. So you go back into the office and I will go into the living room and sit down in front of the telly. With zero seconds left. <laughs> yes. Oh. And a steer. My God. <laughs> you did that, say about oh, us all looking identical, like but it didn't click. I did. Um... Well done, guys. You have assumed the correct positions as per the box. <laughs> the voice returns to the room, uh, the little girl who is absolutely massive and says this. She then gives you a big cuddle all together and proceeds to start ripping your clothes off and putting them on different things and then mucking around with you in a very sort of awful way. You all end up naked and feeling a bit sort of uh, used on the floor as she eventually goes to bed at night. Congratulations, you have solved my puzzle. I don't feel like we've won. Yeah, I don't feel like a congratulations at all. What was the good ending? Uh, no, the bad ending was that the um, she doesn't come back, but the pet dog does and eats you. That seems like a better ending. <laughs> I seem I want that ending. Sucker in oblivion. <laughs> well done, guys. I hope that didn't feel unfair. That's, wow. I, I tried to write it very carefully and give you exactly what you needed, but nothing more. Yeah, we didn't listen to the beginning. That's our fault. The crucial part you were missing was that you were all basically identical and Velcro together. And all you had to do was swap clothes. Mike should never, uh, apart from hanging down from the hook, have left the nursery because there will be no way for any of you to get back to it. I'm really glad I didn't work out a way of doing this. I considered throwing myself down the hole and then being all late. <laughs> I mean, I would have, I would have tried, tried to do the old, uh, are you really sure that you want to do that? Yes, uh, yes, I am. really sure. <laughs> um, yes, I hope that was enjoyable. That was. Yeah, it was good. That was a tricksy one. If I hadn't given you a steer, would you have been doomed, do you think? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, definitely, yeah. 100%. Multiple steers, you, I think. You obsessed over those fallen stairs. And at every, t- at every turn... Why give us stairs if we can't get upstairs with them? At every turn, I was like, no, it's too heavy. No, no. I thought by the sheer tone of my voice, you'd go, okay, this is the wrong tree. But just as I, I, as I was thinking, yeah, this, my, tone is, my tone is definitely telling you this is not the answer. Alad literally said, I feel like I'm on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> You're so far from the right track. I can make it the right track, though. Maybe I should have allowed it as an interesting, um, an interesting other way to solve it. But I really wanted the the clothes swap and then back up to happen. You just wanted us to get naked. I get it. You weirdo. That way you could have just put the, the stairs in a different room. Yeah, because presumably that's a fourth room that we never got to see. There is, yes. Otherwise, this is a very oddly built dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. There was a fourth room, but with three solvers. That would have been the master bedroom. 
and the hook thing in Mike's room was to to accommodate the the like grab the the other wall as it comes in and folds in. Oh yeah, the little thing that yeah yeah yeah. Ah. Yeah, because my first thought when you said that was like, oh, I thought is this front? I thought the house was already open. I thought I have to like unhook the front of the house so they could do the thing. Oh, sugar, I might have done a poor description there. No, no, that's that's, that's it was my, a real bastard working out like all the limitations on this one like, okay who moves in what way and how do they move and how far can they move and how can i make that clear how can i make that like not easily gameable no. or really fuzzy i hope it was okay no, but it, it worked because the underlying puzzle was quite simple and that's always the best kind oh, yeah the underlying puzzle was really simple you guys just took so long to 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 find the thing you needed to find to say this is how you need to be which was interesting because that was the very first piece of information you were given was you need to be where you should be well, I mean, I figured that obviously me and Ali wouldn't already be in the right rooms. Um, no, so yeah, I figured that none of us would be in the right rooms. Uh, and you were. Obviously the none baby was going to be in the rooms. nursery, so the other two had to swap. But I was intent on working out how we could physically swap rather than mm. just uh, changing clothes. I thought I'd really nailed it with the old um, Spider-Maning down and grabbing Alice and going back up. I thought I was like, fucking sussed this. I did think about mm. this as an option. But I really wanted the clothes swap to be the logical leap that you have to make. So to refer back to Dom, you just wanted us naked. Broadly speaking, <laughs> Weirdo. yes. Weirdo. Um, I did enjoy all the talk about putting cylinders in people. In. Okay. Well, John, thank you very much for that lovely episode and horrible ending. Mm, naked dolls. So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast, where we are, to be frank, not desperately active, but hopefully <laughs> Um We hope you enjoyed the episode. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time. Tatty Plumbles. Bye for now. Goodbye. Bye. Wait, I want to do another goodbye. That one was terrible. Yeah. Goodbye!